This weekend, I traveled down to Baton Rouge and New Orleans to campaign for my dear friend and brother Gary Chambers, the brilliant civil rights leader who's running for Congress in a special election that's actually just coming up in about six weeks, and early voting starts in just four weeks. I want to tell you what we experienced, talk to you about what I learned. It was a really, really insightful and inspirational trip. One, to see not just how how much people are hurting, but to see how much people who are hurting still have hope when they see local leaders that really care about them. I want to unpack and explain what I mean, and then want to tell you some practical ways that you can continue to support Gary in his run for Congress. This is Sean King, and you are listening to the 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 breakdown. The, 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 the breakdown. The, 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 the breakdown. To protect my family and my wife and kids and my mother and my mother-in-law and others, I've hardly traveled anywhere this year, and I think. All of us should limit our travel as much as we can. Over the past year, as I really take account, since the pandemic started, I've only left my family twice, which is, which I've actually loved. Obviously, I don't love the pandemic, but I've loved being able to be here side by side, day in, day out, waking up with my family, you know, tucking, tucking kids in locking the door at night and just being here to to love on everybody, to keep everybody safe and secure, to enjoy each other's company. And I've only left my family twice during the entire pandemic. The first was when I went to Louisville to support local civil rights activists and organizers fighting for justice for Breonna Taylor. And the second was this past weekend. It's been six months since I've left my family. And I traveled this weekend to Louisiana. Uh, First, I went, as you all may know, I've already had the coronavirus once, and um, I made sure that I still had the antibodies, which pretty much protects you from getting it again, but there are some studies and and, um, some some early results that, that say some of the strains that are out, having it doesn't quite protect you from those strains. And it also appears that it only lasts for between six to nine months. And so I still have the antibodies, but in a couple months, I probably won't. And anyway, I was extra safe um, from, you know, keeping my mask on to, uh, you know, socially distancing every way I could. And it was a trip that I don't regret taking. Uh, First, it was just good to see my friend and brother Gary Chambers in the flesh. We've just been uh, uh, DMing and messaging and Zooming and Skyping and all of that over the past year. So it was good to see him and see so many of my friends in Louisiana. I just posted on my Instagram. uh, I was completely shocked and and humbled to get uh, some awards and recognition from both members of the city council of Baton Rouge and the mayor of Baton Rouge and completely took me by surprise. 
But I was deeply, deeply inspired when I traveled. I I flew into New Orleans and uh, Gary and I did a rally together in New Orleans. It was a car rally, if you've seen those, um, where where people by and large stay in their car and and uh, or sit on top of their car or stay in their car with their windows down. And it's it's kind of like science fiction. That <laughs> that's how we have to do rallies nowadays to keep each other safe, but it is. And in some way, even though it was wild that we had to have a rally like that, it was deeply inspirational because it it, it meant a couple things. It meant that in spite of everything going on in our country and in our world, people are still involved in the political process. People still believe in inspirational leaders. People are still fighting for change. And to see mothers, fathers, uh, families, children, grandparents, people from every age, every generation, young people out in New Orleans in the middle of a pandemic, socially distancing, because, and here's the thing, when I met people, they told me, that they were glad I was there, but they were there to support Gary Chambers. And they believe in Gary. And when we traveled to Baton Rouge, it was the same thing. Anywhere we went, people were deeply, deeply inspired by Gary, by his leadership, by his example. They were thankful for all the times they had seen him stand up for victims of police brutality and injustice Of course, everybody was grateful that he stood up to Connie and spoke truth to power to Connie in that school board meeting. But people are hopeful that they might have a champion in Congress for them, for their concerns, for their pain, for their issues. And I am also hopeful that we will have that. And, you know, just to see, in spite of it all, in spite of all of the garbage going on in our country, from the spread of white supremacy to even now Congress seeming to kind of bungle the $2,000 checks that they promised they would send. Seeing all of that, people still believe in the possibility of electing somebody that would represent you, care about you, and go to Washington, D.C. and fight on your behalf. And we saw that everywhere we went. And, you know, I've already said this to Gary, and I I meant it when I said it to him, and I want you to hear me say it. Even though Gary is my, my friend, I was blown away by him. I mean, he was masterful everywhere we went. He was authentic and spoke right to the needs of the people of New Orleans, the people of Baton Rouge. And um, it, it meant even more to be able to go to his home in Baton Rouge, to his neighborhood where he grew up, and to see local leaders from the city council to the mayor to, to local civil rights leaders and organizers say, this guy is our leader and we believe in him and that now is his time. And, you know, I, I want us to understand that if this man 
is elected to Congress. I, I said when I introduced Gary in New Orleans and Baton Rouge, I would have done anything for Gary to already be in Congress, for him to have been there the day the Capitol was attacked or the, the, the week after the Capitol was attacked so that he could speak truth to power face-to-face and call out the bigotry and the white supremacy. I wish he was there right now so that he could call out even hypocrisy within the Democratic Party. And he's that guy who is never afraid to push past, listen to what I'm saying, to push past his own fears. We all have them. The difference between Gary and so many of us it's not that he doesn't have fear. He just pushes through the, through the fear, past the fear, to speak truth to power and to call people out when they need to be called out. And also what Gary is doing is masterful. He is speaking to the policy change that he wants to fight for all over Louisiana. And he's not just campaigning in New Orleans and in Baton Rouge. He's campaigning everywhere in between and all around in the parishes that surround these places that are still in that district. And we can, we can send this man to Congress. We need to send this man to Congress. And right now, if you go to chambersforcongress.com, chambersforcongress.com, you can donate and, listen, you can volunteer from wherever you are in the country, virtually, to make phone calls, to send texts, to do everything you can to support this kind man who calls himself a joyful warrior. I love it. He still laughs, he still smiles, and he fights for us. So please, as soon as you can, go to chambersforcongress.com and chip in early voting starts in less than a month. And in just six weeks, this campaign will be over. And we have a chance to send this man to Congress. One more time, it's chambersforcongress.com. Take care, everybody. Break it down. Hi. This is Ghani Rose, Chief Content Editor here at The North Star, encouraging you to check out thenorthstar.com every day for insightful, engaging commentary on the stories that impact our culture. The writers at The North Star make it our mission to advocate, mobilize, agitate, and disrupt in the name of creating liberation-centered content. We unapologetically center the narratives of Black, Brown, and Indigenous people. We understand that you can get news from anywhere, so we are more interested in offering perspective that speaks to the experiences of our audience. We write freely and with freedom on our minds. We invite you to indulge in our daily editorials and engage in the dialogue that will change the world. It's the pathway to freedom.